Hello, everybody, and welcome to Trip Tales. This is the episode, this is episode 35, part two. There is a part one of this episode with Kathleen, and if you haven't already listened to that, please go do that first, and then come back to this one. Um, and this, again, this is a two-parter episode because it is a very long vacation, so we're just going to kind of go where we left off with Kathleen in episode one. So let's get back to the interview. Okay, so let's go to, we're doing the 13th, we're doing, now we're doing Epcot. First time we're doing Epcot. So how was your day on this day? Epcot was a fantastic day. Um, (laughs) There were no crowds. And we're not, like, we're not the biggest fans of Epcot as a family. I'll like Epcot a lot more when all the construction is done, but we're not the family that needs to go to Epcot like every night on the trip, as you can tell, because we haven't done it yet. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was probably one of the best days of the trip that we had. Um, The park opened at 11. Um, I think we got there right about 11. We walked to International Gate, or no, we didn't walk to International Gateway. I actually, we saw a boat when we walked out of our room. So I said, let's take the boat because, I've been dealing with some injuries and my knee and my hip were kind of acting up. So mm-hmm. uh, we took the boat over, but that was really pleasant. Um, we got in at 11 and uh, let's see. We we weren't quite sure what we were going to do when we got there. Um, we let the kids sleep as late as possible again. Um, so I think they were up around nine and I had them start getting ready uh, pretty quick, but we didn't have a solid plan going into Epcot. So Uh, We decided that we would do um, a few of the food and wine booths Mm -hmm. um, before we did the rides. And then um, Juliet wanted to go to the the store and the Japan Pavilion um, because she likes to get Pokemon there. Oh, yeah. And so we did, we hit up the France booth first. Um, No, I'm sorry, we stopped for... Uh, photo pass pictures. So uh, we did a couple of photo pass pic- pictures in France. Um, and the guy that took our pictures was great. We were, we were kind of arguing a little bit with each other before and he got us out of our funky mood. Um, <laughs> so that was nice. Okay. Uh, we went to, we went to France first. Uh, mm-hmm. Jack and I shared, um, we had the the beignet with the cheese in it. Oh, yeah. That was really good. Really? Um, okay. I thought the beignet was going to be really sweet and it was going to be cheesy and weird. Um, but the beignet wasn't sweet, um, at least not for me. Um, and I've said a few times, like, I, I don't really like very sweet things, um, like drinks and things like that. And mm-hmm. the beignet to me wasn't sweet at all. So that really kind of exceeded my expectations. Um we shared that. I got the the citrus slushy that they had, um, and that was very good. Um, Pete got the escargot, and he liked that a lot. Um, and then we, after France, we were walking by the Morocco booth and the Greece booth, which I really wanted to go to because I wanted to try the falafel. Um, mm-hmm. and I wanted to have the, the Spanakopita and the griddled cheese at Greece, but I was just full from what we, from what I had already had, you know? Oh, okay. So by the time we got there, it's like, no, I'll, I'll try it again later. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but that wound up not happening because I was just full the next time we were near it. <laughs> um, Pete went and got the griddled cheese. I've had that before from the grease booth like years ago. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, he, he had that, he offered me some, but I didn't, I didn't want to have any, um, at that time. And Juliet and I went to, Tom got something from one of the booths. I can't remember. And I actually don't have great notes from the booths. I wrote it down in one of the, the park map or the, the passports for the food and wine festival, but I don't have the passport in front of me. So I apologize. I'm not going to give probably great, um, <laughs> a great review here. That's okay. Um, but I can't remember what Tom grabbed. Um, I went to the store in the Japan pavilion with Juliet and it was about noon and they didn't open until three o'clock that day for whatever reason. Oh, um, it started that day too. It's it, from eight thirteen on. Um, it was going to only be open from like three to seven. At least that's what the sign said. Hmm, so okay. she was a little bummed about that, but we just kind of ventured on. We went up to um, uh, America uh, Tom wanted to try the lobster roll um, that they had at the at whatever booth is in America. Um, he liked that a lot. He said that the there was a lot of lobster in it, which he didn't expect. Um, you know, because sometimes you get lobster rolls and they're just not very lobstery. <laughs> right. So he was really happy with that. Um, we were able to oh we caught some of voices of liberty too they had just started a show right around then so we sat down and watched voices of liberty for a few minutes um they were in the the outdoor theater um they were really great um they did a lot of songs that weren't you know the typical voices of liberty songs um they did you know stuff from greatest showman and then they did the more traditional voices of liberty songs Mm -hmm. um so that was fun Mm-hmm. Tom ran up ahead after we were done there to grab a DAS for Frozen. Um, and it wound up only being like a 20 minute wait. So oh. our return time was 10 minutes after he got it. <laughs> um, so he stayed there while um, Pete and Jack and Juliet and I kind of headed that way slowly. I went to refreshment port Um it's, I, I apologize again um, for not remembering or, or for not having the names in front of me, but it was either Refreshment Port or Refreshment Outpost. It's the one so, between. So sorry, Outpost, I'm sorry. Outpost, is, Outpost is the one by Africa. Port is the mm-hmm. one by Canada. Outpost then. Yeah, okay. we went to Refreshment Outpost. They had um, a vegetarian dish. Um that was very good. It was very spicy. It had a lot of grains in it. Um, but it was even on a hot day, it was really, it, it was excellent. I'm so glad I got that. That was probably the best thing I had at the festival. Um, and again, I apologize for not having the name of the (laughs) the dish in front of me. Um, we, so after I finished that, um, we saw Snow White outside of Germany. We took a quick picture with her. We saw Elsa real quick. I'm sorry, not Elsa. We saw Anna um, outside of Norway. So we took a quick distance picture with her. Mm-hmm. Um, we scanned on to um, 
onto the Frozen ride. And that was nice because when we wrote it in May, they still had the plastic like barriers up. Oh, yeah. Um, but it was like the funny barriers that aren't solid, you know, that they were like bendy in a way and it was hard to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and those barriers were down now so we could see clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was fun. We went into Mexico to cool down. We were all getting a little bit hot at this point. Um, and Tom and Juliet were looking at the Coco exhibit again. Um, we've seen it a bunch of times. I just kind of bypassed it. Um, we went into the pavilion to cool down. Um, I grabbed a margarita from La Cava. It was great. No, I'm sorry. I didn't grab a margarita. I grabbed a horchata which um, oh. it's a tequila based drink and it, the best way I can describe it is kind of like it, it, it almost had like a chai kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. It was, um, I guess there was some milk in it and tequila and a little bit of cinnamon. It mm-hmm. was very nice, a little thicker than I wanted for that um, time of day, uh-huh. but it was very nice and it was very <laughs> worth it. Good. Good. Um, we jumped on, um, Grand Fiesta tour, you know, there was no line for that. Um, and so we've gone basically from France around to Mexico at this point, And maybe it's been about two hours. You know, again, we stopped at a couple booths. We did a couple pictures. Uh, we rode Frozen. Uh, we took a few minutes to just sit in the Mexico pavilion um, before we got on the ride. But there were the crowds were so minimal like Mm -hmm. world showcase that time of day. And again, it's world showcase is just opening. The park is just opening. You know, a lot of people are heading to rides first probably, but we Mm -hmm. saw nobody and it was, it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And it made the rest of the day went really well too, because after we left Mexico, um, we wanted to focus on the rides and future world. Mm -hmm. Um, Pete wound up, Pete was doing the fromage challenge. Um, and we were also doing the Remy Hyden squeak thing. Juliet picked mm-hmm. up a map for that. So we were looking in each of the countries along the way for the Remy's. Mm-hmm. And Pete wanted to try all the fromage dishes. So all the cheese dishes. Um, so after we left Mexico, we only had one or two left. So he went off um, to do the last couple things on the the fromage uh, tour that he needed. And we grabbed a DAS for test track. Um, it was about 2.15, 2.30 in the afternoon. And test track only had a posted 30-minute wait. So we wow. only had to wait 20 minutes for the DAS. Um, kids sat down and had a, a Joffrey's donut before we got on test track. Mm-hmm. Um And by the time we got over to test track, it was the earliest possible time we could check in with our DAS um, because DAS, even if if they give you a 2.30 return time, you can check in at 2.25. You can usually do two minutes or I'm sorry, five minutes earlier. Mm -hmm. So we were checking in like five minutes earlier. The return or the the posted wait time for test track had gone down to 20 minutes at this point. Um, so it was really very, very low crowds. Um, and so, you know, we went through the fast pass line for test track that probably only saved us five minutes, honestly. Oh yeah. Um, 
you know, I think we waited the absolute least amount of time possible, but I don't think we would have waited much longer had we not had the DAS. Mm-hmm. Um, and test track was great. Uh, Jack and Juliet's car beat mine and Tom's and they were very happy about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, I hadn't checked the app. I just saw guest experience umbrella after we got off test track. And I said, oh, well, let me go get a fast pass for Soren because we'll get over there eventually. Mm-hmm. And it was a 10 minute wait for Soren when I got the DAS. So she gave me a time, but she was like, well, you can go right now if you want. Wow. Um, we didn't though. We just kind of, we started at International Gateway and we did one loop around the park. Mm-hmm. Um and we just kind of kept on that trail. So we went down to Spaceship Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a walk-on. We went over to Nemo, which is usually a walk-on, but it was even more of a walk-on um, than normal. Um, we looked at the manatees, but the kids weren't really interested in going up to the aquarium this time of day. And again, like no crowds, no crowds anywhere in future world. Like it, it was just fantastic. Um, <laughs> Good. And after the aquarium or after the, the manatees, we went over and did Soren and living with the land. Mm-hmm. Um, both walk-ons uh, for the most part, Soren would have had maybe a 10 minute wait, but it really, you know, it, no crowds. Mm-hmm. Um, we got, it was great because we got um, section B. Oh yeah. For Soren. Yeah. And we were in section B row two. Mm. And when we went in May, you know, we were stuck like in section C, like in the far end where everything gets that weird curve for Soren. It gets so bendy. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I asked when we were there in May, like, is it possible? Can we wait for B? And they're like, no, we can't do that right now. And I totally understood it. You know, Mm. it was fine. Um, But it was nice to have it this time. And I had told myself, maybe to make myself feel better on the last trip. Oh, it still bends on B. You know, it's not, it, you know, it's not much better. It's so much better. (laughs) It's so much better. It it was just nice not to see all the bends. Oh yeah. Um, So that was, that was nice. I, I appreciated that. Um, Living with the land was fun. Nobody jumped off our boat to steal a cucumber. So that was very good. I um, forgot about that. Yeah. Oh my. It I I don't know what's what's wrong with people. Uh, I I don't know. Just um yep. <laughs> They wanted a cucumber. You know, I, I'm going to blame I'm going to blame alcohol. I'm going to blame some yeah. alcohols involved. Yeah. They probably were at La Cava before like I was, but they probably had a little bit more. <laughs> um and then we did figment um, and, and frankly, Figment is probably the biggest reason that we go to Epcot really on any given day because Jack and Juliet just love it. Oh, you know, really? They, they love it. They just think it's hysterical. So, <laughs> you know, as long as Figment's open, we'll make an Epcot day. They could do without everything else. They just want to go on Figment. All right. Um, but you know, no wait time for figment. It, I noticed there wasn't even a wait time posted. It didn't even say five minutes. Like it literally said nothing, not zero, <laughs> not five minutes. There was no wait time posted. <laughs> uh, it's a negative time guys. Yes. And you know, obviously that was a walk on, uh-huh. but again, I think 
And I think it was right about five o'clock around that time, by the time we got off of Figment, mm-hmm. maybe 5.15. And if we left, if we got on test track, we got in line for test track, maybe around 2.45. So just thinking about how much we got done yeah. in those couple hours, mm-hmm. it was incredible. You know, again, no waits for anything it there were no crowds I was talking to the woman at the guest experience umbrella and you know she was saying that schools went back this week but I thought for it being a Friday at Epcot that it would be a lot more crowded Um, and we did bump into crowds because after we finished up at figment um, we did I wanted to try poutine at refreshment port it was okay it wasn't my favorite and I know it's got beef gravy and you know, I don't eat meat, but plain gravy isn't going to bother me too much. Mm-hmm. Um, it was okay. I kind of wish I did without it because um, after we did refreshment port, we finished up the Remy hide and squeak thing, mm-hmm. but we had to go back to the store in Japan and oh, yeah. we had to pass by the booth for Morocco and Greece, which was where I really wanted to go. But because I had the poutine, I was full. And I didn't, the poutine was okay, but I didn't love it. It was a little salty. Mm-hmm. Um, the cheese curds were cold. Oh. Um, and, you know, after a few minutes, they, they softened up a bit, but it was cold and rainy and my poutine was getting rained in and I didn't want to wait um, for, for the cheese to soften up too much. So I didn't really like it, but then I was too full to get the falafel at Morocco and the Spanakopita and the griddled cheese at Greece. So I just let it go. Uh, we went to, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you know, it's not the end of the world, <laughs> right? but, uh, we went into the, the store in Japan. There was no Pokemon in there that Juliet didn't already have. Um, but their Pokemon selection has, been drastically reduced over the years so um i think they're kind of facing pokemon out in some ways um so after we did that we wound up um heading back out through international gateway and i want to say it was about six o'clock and that was a lot longer of a day than we had initially planned for epcot Mm-hmm. Um, I think on my outline, I might've said we had a Rose and Crown reservation, um, um like yeah. 20, yeah. Up canceling that, okay. um, we wound up canceling that day of, but what we did is, you know, we pushed it out to another date. We modified it to another date and then canceled it. Yeah. Um, we were just on a good track, you know, mm-hmm. it, we were enjoying the low crowds. Um, I didn't think Juliet would really like anything at Rose and Crown. I didn't think Jack would like it. Tom has wanted to eat there, and we'll probably we'll probably do that in Haleo on a trip without the kids at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had a much longer day at Epcot than I had planned because I thought after Rose and Crown at like 3.30, we would just go back to the room and be done for the day. But it was such a pleasant day. Just yeah. It, it wasn't too hot. It was hot, but it wasn't too hot. Mm-hmm. And um, just no crowds. It, it was really just a, a good day. It was such a good day that we really wanted to finish it and do it right. Yeah. Um, we thought about going back for the fireworks um, because we haven't seen Epcot forever. I wasn't particularly dying to see Epcot forever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and neither were the kids. So we wound up skipping that. I think we got back to the room about 630. Um, we, nobody was really hungry because we had been eating most of the day, um, a little bit here and there. Yeah. So we didn't do any real dinner or anything that day. Tom did a couple loads of laundry and, uh, we went to the pool at about eight thirty, and we stayed about an hour. Okay. Um, and that was nice. Um, it was still, it was still a little busier at night than I thought it would be, um, but it wasn't as busy as it was when we went, you know, around 11, 30, 12 o'clock. Um, yeah. And it was much more pleasant because we didn't have to worry about sunblock or anything like that. So, yeah, uh, we had a good time at the pool. Then we went back to the room and called it a night uh, because we had Animal, we had Kingdom. Animal Kingdom again. Yep. Yep. I do want to mention this because you said the pool was not as busy, but still had some people there. Uh, yeah. that night that we same thing for us um it was that week it was the night of the of the 10th um I was mm-hmm. coming back with the kids from Hollywood Studios to the Skyliner so I walk into the room and it was like it was almost 10 o'clock and I I was flabbergasted by how many people were in the pool yeah I was like yeah and they were like, I mean, they were children like my kids' ages there. I was like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. So I think just when people are at Disney, they just like, you know what? We're gonna swim till we're gonna close out the pool, guys. Who cares? Yeah. You know? I think I think a lot of people like to do the nighttime swim. We've only mm-hmm. done that maybe a handful of times across all of our trips. And, you know, there there have been a, quite a few. Um and I didn't necessarily plan to go swimming, I think, that night, but mm-hmm. we were all in a good mood, so why not? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not something we do often, so I, I yeah. get what you're saying. I think there are... I think there are just a lot of nighttime swimmers. <laughs> I guess. I mean, it, yeah. I just, it just was shocked me because my kids were like falling asleep in the stroller at like nine o'clock. Yeah. So they would never be swimming at 10. But it was, it was just funny. Just something yeah. I observed. Okay. Um, so let's, uh, so, okay. You had a good day at Epcot. You had an amazing day. Um, yep. Let's go to Animal Kingdom again on the 14th. Yep. So we had, so on the 14th, um, Tom and I were talking the day before about we, when I was noticing the wait times at Epcot being so low, I was kind of checking Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom to see, you know, what the wait times were for those Mm -hmm. parks. And they were pretty low that day too. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought, let's sleep in. Let's take a day to relax. We've had two long park days. Um, Let's sleep in and maybe try to get to Animal Kingdom around like four o'clock or so. Because mm-hmm. we didn't have really any hard plans um, mm-hmm. for for Animal Kingdom. We got, you know, an okay amount done on the first day. All Juliet wanted to do was see the baby gorilla and the baby hippo if we could. So we were just going to walk a couple trails, probably do Flight of Passage. That was all we really wanted to do. Maybe Dinosaur. Okay. Um, we wound up... Um, we wound up getting a little antsy, though, about 11.30. So we started to pack up and and go, uh, to animal kingdom. Um, we got there about noon, 1230, I want to say. Um, and, oh, this was day actually, we wound up calling a lift because when we got to the bus stop, um, there was no time for no estimated arrival time for animal kingdom. 
And then it was like 12 o'clock and then it was 1210 and then it was 1215. Mm-hmm. Um, so we must have gotten to the bus stop around 1130. Um, so we oh, would have gotten wow. ready about 11. I apologize about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we wound up calling a lift and um, we had to get a lift XL because there are five of us. Um, but that was fine. It was like 15 bucks to, to go to animal kingdom and we didn't have to wait. And there, the bus stop was kind of getting packed with people. Mm -hmm. Um, so we were very comfortable on the lift. Our driver was really funny. Um, he's a limo driver as well. So he was telling us some stories just about (laughs) the industry a little bit as we were going over there and how, you know, different hand signals to get into the parks and things like that. Um, Yeah, it's like thumbs up for drop off and thumbs Mm. down for pickup or something like that. I'm probably messing it up. (laughs) Uh, But he was fun. It was pleasant. We weren't on a packed bus. Mm -hmm. Um, And we definitely got to the park um, a lot earlier than we would have had we waited on the bus because I was checking in the app and I don't think the bus came um, until about 1215. Mm -hmm. So we were at the park at 1215 when the bus got to... um, when the bus got to um, Yacht Club for Animal Kingdom. So we definitely made the right choice there. Yeah, that's good. Um, let's see. We So when we went in, we grabbed a DAS return time for Flight of Passage. We got that right from guest services at the front of the park, so we didn't have to head back there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went over to Dinosaur. Um, it was a 20-minute posted wait, but I think we were on in like eight minutes. Um, and dinosaur is Jack's favorite ride. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's something he can ride like over and over again. So when we got off dinosaur, the wait time, the post wait time was down to 15. So we knew it would be pretty much a walk on. Mm -hmm. Um, so we got in line and we did it again and it was basically a walk on. Pete didn't want to do dinosaur a second time. Um, so he, went off i think he got a snack somewhere this is kind of like the theme for pete he's like a big snacker mm-hmm. um and snacks and merchandise is, is part of his disney experience so mm-hmm. um he went off got a snack um we went and did tough to be a bug after and um that was the the first time Jack and Juliet had done Tough to Be a Bug, and Pete wanted nothing to do with it. He knew about it and knew about, um, you know, some of the features of the Tough to Be a Bug experience, and he didn't want anything to do with that. But uh, Jack and Juliet, they laughed, but they did not like the, the feel of things crawling all over them. Um, but they didn't yeah. freak out by any means. It well, was that's good. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. So um, as we were heading over to Flight of Passage um, to use the DAS return, um, we decided to get on the Nomad Lounge wait list because I really like Nomad Lounge and the drinks and the food there. And I wanted to spend a little bit of time there today. Um, They said it was about a 75-minute wait, um, but to be prepared to come back um, because it could be shorter than that. we got in line for Flight of Passage. We scanned in about 155. It said about a 60-minute standby wait. So really, that's not bad for Flight of Passage at that time. Um, and we are in the first pre-show by 210. Uh, mm-hmm. We are off by 225. Uh, we were looking in the gift shop for a bit. And then it started thundering and lightning pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um And the rain started coming down a little bit. So we just stayed in the gift shop for a little bit. Um, 
And then by the time the rain started to lighten up a few minutes later, um, we got the text that our table at Nomad was ready. So Pete and I, Tom was getting the the raincoats on Jack and Juliet and or their ponchos, whatever they had. And Pete and I went to get the table at Nomad. Okay. Um, and we were seated inside, which was nice. We wanted the, the air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just had a light lunch there. Um, Pete got the, the corn soup with lobster in it. Um, mm-hmm. and he liked that a lot. They don't have this on the menu, but if you're going to Nomad Lounge and you have a picky eater like I do, um, they do have chicken nuggets available. Mm-hmm. So Juliet got nuggets and was a very happy girl. <laughs> um, Jack got the beef sliders, which he liked. I think he would have just appreciated one more slider. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were two and they were great. And they came with uh, yuca fries. And he was not excited about the fries at first. But then when he tried them, he really liked them. Mm-hmm. Um, so he ate those. Tom got the pork ribs. Um and he and I shared a charcuterie board. Um, and Tom, the, the pork ribs, like, they're four huge ribs for, like, $10. Right. Um, it's probably the best value <laughs> it, at Disney. And the server is telling us, like, he gets that for lunch every day. Oh, really? He loves it so much. <laughs> yeah. It's just a really good portion. So. Yeah. Um, he liked that. The charcuterie board was good. It it was much more meat based and very light on cheese Mm -hmm. um and because i don't eat meat um there wasn't as much for me on um on the board than i thought there would be but i also happened to get a side of falafel because they have um falafel on the kids menu Mm -hmm. it comes with like two falafel um two falafel balls and uh, a yogurt dipping sauce and it was like five dollars and it was fantastic and it made up for not getting fra- or falafel at um, Epcot the day before. Wow, so yeah. between the falafel and the <laughs> cheese from the charcuterie board, I was pretty good for lunch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had a Boterita to drink, which I absolutely love. That's my favorite drink at Nomad. It's a tequila-based drink. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's got grapefruit flavor in it. it it's just wonderful. Okay. Um, Tom got Mustang coffee which was Ooh. coffee with whiskey and something else. And he was very happy with that. Yeah. Um, Pete got some, he got some mocktail. I'm not sure if I'm going to say it right, but uh, I can't even say it. It begins with a Z, but he liked it. Zing, Zingaber fizzy drink, I think it's called. Okay. Um, he liked that. Um so the food was good, but the kids were kind of grumpy when we were in Nomad. Pete was annoyed by Jack. Jack, as I mentioned before, is almost 13. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's annoyed by everything and <laughs> likes to annoy everyone. Um, Juliet was having a was having a great time because she's just, you know, she's just very easy right now. She's 10. You know, mm-hmm. in two years, I'm probably going to be crying, saying the same thing I'm saying about Jack. But um, she was in a good mood. But good. the boys were grumpy um, while we were there. But once they started eating, they were feeling better. Um, and their attitudes were kind of better for the rest of the day. I think we spent about a good hour, hour and 15 in Nomad. Um, oh, we got the um, we got the churros, too. 
Those oh, were amazing. Yeah. We got two orders of churros at Nomad. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. I am not like a diehard churro person. I appreciate a good churro. These yes. were amazing. Like they they come with um, their five to an order. Um, so because we got two orders, we each got two. Um, it comes with like a vanilla dipping sauce, which was really good. And then it comes with a spicy dipping sauce, which I liked. Um, and I really like spicy food. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't like that as much as I liked the vanilla. Okay. Um, so that was my favorite. But Tom and Pete really loved the the spicy dip that it came with. Yeah. I've um, never had this before, but I've heard that it's really good. It, Yeah. It is really good. Yeah. Um, you should definitely go in and try it. <laughs> I will have to next time. <laughs> Um, so we stayed, like I said, we stayed in Nomad about an hour 15. Uh, we headed over to the safari. Um, it said 20 minute wait, but it was a walk on. Um, wow. We were on, we were on five minutes after we got in line and we just walked the whole time. Um, yeah. And it was a, it was a good safari. It was starting to rain again. Um, and I thought maybe we'd see a little more, you know, a few more animals given that it was kind of close to dinner time and rainy. Um, I've heard when it rains um, that they tend to be a little bit more active. Um, it was a good safari. We didn't see very many animals this time of day. Um, I think we have, as a family, tend to have the best luck in the morning, mm-hmm. right around breakfast time when they're eating. Um, because the one that we had on our first day was full of animals. We saw everything we could want to see. Um but on this one, we didn't get to see too many animals. And when we were there, too, on our first Animal Kingdom day, I forgot to mention this, that they were working on the lion exhibit. Um, so the lions weren't out um, and they had some walls up. When we went um, when we went on this day on the safari, all the construction on the lion exhibit had come down. So we were hoping that we would see some of the lions, but they still weren't out yet in the exhibit. But I saw some pictures today um, of the lions out on the exhibit. So they must be must be back out, you know, sometime in the okay. last couple days. That's good. It was it was the the scrim was up or whatever it was. Yeah. Last time we yep. wrote it too. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that's down now, which is good um, for whoever wants to see it. Um, after we got off the safari, Pete wanted to do Navi River Journey. Um uh, Juliet wanted to walk the gorilla trail. So Pete went and did Navi on his own. Um, the rest of us did the gorilla trail. Uh, we saw the baby gorilla. Um, she was so cute. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so t- I say she, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl mm-hmm. and I'm not sure that those, that the animal keepers know yet. I, I, I may be wrong. Um, but I don't think they know if it's a boy or a girl or if the baby hippo is a boy or a girl because I don't think they've been able to get in there uh, um, okay. that closely yet. Um, I could be wrong, though. Um, we didn't see the baby hippo. We didn't see the baby hippo on the safari. We didn't see the baby hippo in the hippo viewing area. Um, okay. I thought Juliet would be disappointed, but she wasn't. Um, she loved the the baby gorilla. And did you watch on Disney Plus, like the behind the scenes at Animal Kingdom show that um, that they put out earlier in the year or late last year? I know what you're talking about, and I have not watched it yet. It's a really good show. Um, I I think I mentioned earlier, like Juliet wants to be a vet um, Mm -hmm. and she wants to work in Animal Kingdom when she grows up. Mm -hmm. So when we went in May... um, 
there were a couple babies um, from the show that were highlighted um, that Juliet remembered all of their names and was very excited to see uh, those babies when we went in May. She remembered mm-hmm. their names when we went on this trip too. I don't. Uh-huh. Um, but there was a there was a baby gorilla on the show, and then there's a new baby gorilla that was just recently born. So we got to see the little baby gorilla from the show, Grace, who was just, she's still really like tiny and cute and a troublemaker. Mm-hmm. And then we got to see the really, really tiny baby that was hanging on to mom. And it that was just, that was cool. Juliet was happy to, to see the babies and uh, see. And right after we finished up the gorilla trail, all the rain started coming down, like tons and tons of rain. Um, Fortunately, we were right next to a gift shop and um, we tucked into that gift shop in Harambe for a few minutes and just kind of waited it out. Mm -hmm. Um, I think when, when Pete went over to Navi, I think I had him get a, a return time for flight of passage because after the rain died, down we we did go over to pandora and we rode flight of passage one more time around six o'clock um and it's funny when when all of the rain came down like pete had gotten the return time for flight of passage um for the das he went over and did navi on his own and then he was just kind of waiting for us by the flight of passage fast pass line and he just happened to be in a spot under one of the Pandora boulders where if he moved, he would have gotten soaked. But he was being at least slightly protected from the rain. Mm-hmm. But he took a video and it's just like sheets of rain coming down all around him. Oh, but fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, he was dry because if he wouldn't, if he had gotten soaked, I would have heard about it for the next three days. <laughs> so... <laughs> He was dry. Uh, we rode Flight of Passage one more time. And then um, it, I thought we would have stayed at the park and tried to do Everest and uh, Cali River Rapids. But the kids were good. I was good. So okay. we left. And, you know, again, it was a little bit longer of a day than we expected when we started. But it was still a good day. Um, it, it was it wasn't crowded like our first day at Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um it wasn't light like it was at Epcot the day before, but the crowds were still significantly less. So it was just a nice kind of enjoyable day all the way around. And considering that we got there at noon for it to be pretty low crowd still and for the wait times to be pretty low consistently throughout the day, um, I thought that was great. That's good. And then, That's good. yeah, we got back to the room. We were back at the room by seven. We just got quick service from, um, we got quick service from, uh, the yacht club quick service, um, the marketed ale and compass, Mm -hmm. uh, just sandwiches. We had food from the room. Um, I went, actually, I saw that the, the lounge at ale and compass, um, so there's the restaurant Allen Compass, there's the marketed Allen Compass, which is the quick service, and then there's the Allen Compass Lounge. Yeah. Um, they had like a buffalo cauliflower dish um, mm-hmm. appetizer, so I just wanted to get that. Um, I picked that up. I grabbed another margarita, um, brought that back to the room, and it was great. Good. Um, and that was kind of our Animal Kingdom day. 
it was it's it sounded it sounded good yeah it it was nice yeah yeah and and you know it's the the summer rain in florida but this was a little thicker than normal today so i'm just glad that we didn't get too wet yeah um and you know again good day relatively low crowds so Mm -hmm. it it was nice good good all right let's move on to your i guess your technically your second magic kingdom day yep on the 15th so uh how was this day This was a good day as well. Um, We had a really great morning in Magic Kingdom. I did want to get there as close to a rope drop as possible. Um, But Magic Kingdom, I forgot that Magic Kingdom doesn't really unleash you into the lands a little bit early. um, That they hold you back at the ropes until 9 o'clock if it's a 9 o'clock open. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I got up at 6, made coffee, Gave the kids a few minutes. Uh, we were at the bus stop by like 7.30. We were in the park by 8.07. Um, and, oh, I'm sorry. We were at the security at 8.07 um, because I need to be that specific. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we had to wait a couple minutes at the the tap style, but they let us in by about 8 o'clock, 8, 10, 8.15. Um, we'd planned to go to Frontierland and Adventureland first because generally on a Magic Kingdom day, we find if we go to Frontierland and Adventureland first, um, we get a lot done and then we can move on and do a couple things in Fantasyland and we just kind of like that route. So we plan mm-hmm. to do that again. Um, as we were walking by Starbucks, I noticed there was absolutely no line. So we went in and we got some coffee. And then hold it, hold it. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna rewind you. I'm gonna ask you again. There was no line at Starbucks. No line at Starbucks. Now, wow. Again, we were held at the tap styles for a couple minutes before they started letting us in. Mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, we were among some of the first people in the park, okay. but but there was still a good amount of people ahead of us. But they were just all headed to they were headed down main street either for pictures or to get in line to do the seven dwarves mine train dash. Okay. Uh, When we got to Starbucks, the, there were employed, there were cast members standing outside saying, Hey, no line. (laughs) So we went in (laughs) and it, it was quite nice. Um, So we got a couple, uh, Tom and I got some iced coffees. Pete got some tea, pink, tea dragonberry tea thing Mm -hmm. um the kids jack and juliet got some chocolate milk um we got a couple pastries and we took those with us over to liberty square and we waited on the bridge at liberty square um, because we were going to take that way around into frontier land instead of going through adventure land um we thought maybe we would get in again. I forgot that they didn't unleash you into the lands early. So we did wait, um, 40 minutes or so. I think, well, no, not 40 minutes, 30 minutes, um, from the time we got to the bridge to the time that they let us into frontier land or into Liberty square to go to frontier land. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it wasn't hot. Um, this was probably the best weather day of the trip. It was, we were on the bridge. There was a lot of shade. Um, but it wasn't hot. It was low 80s this day and no humidity. Ooh, it was amazing. That it, sounds good. It was amazing. <laughs> I was waiting for the storm because of how wonderful the weather was. Um, so nine o'clock, they let us into Liberty Square and they're walking us very slowly back to Frontierland. 
And that was kind of my first thought that something was up. And then they walk us all the way. We, we get to a point on the bridge between the, the wooden bridge in Frontierland that you can walk along the, mm-hmm. the one along the water that if you want to skip the road, um, yeah. into Frontierland, yeah. um, we got to a point on that, that wooden walkway where there was a cast member saying the rides aren't up yet. We don't know how long it's going to be. Um, but you know, it could be a couple minutes, could be a lot of minutes. And I asked her directly, like, should we leave? And she's like, well, I don't really know. But then they started pretty quickly walking us back to Big Thunder and to Splash. So I thought, okay, maybe it'll just be a couple minutes. And by the time we get back over to Big Thunder, there's another row of cast members. And the one of the guys that's there is saying flat out, it is going to be a while and you should spend your morning elsewhere, not waiting for this ride. Oh, wow. So, okay. yeah. And that's the kind, I appreciate that. Like, it, <laughs> I, it is a pet peeve when you ask a question and um, it's it's a very simple, direct question and you don't get a simple, direct answer. Um, yeah. So I appreciated that honesty, you know. To, well, to be <laughs> fair, sometimes they really don't know. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Sometimes they don't, but I, but that's good that that guy was just like, yeah, you're going to want to (laughs) leave. Yeah, no. And yeah. And a lot of times they don't know. And I, I'm totally aware of that and I'm fine with that. Um, but I just, that level of honesty, you know, we only wasted 10 minutes that morning instead of a half an, you know, we could have wasted a half an hour, 40 minutes. Um, so we wound up going over to Pirates of the um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, that was a 15 minute posted wait, so it wasn't too bad. Um, Jungle Cruise was already 40 minutes, so we grabbed a DAS for that and rode that after Pirates. Um, I noticed though when we were waiting for when we were waiting in line for pirates that Peter Pan was still only five minutes. So maybe we should have gone there. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. Um, we were off jungle cruise a little bit before 10 big thunder and splash were still down. Wow. So we wound up grabbing a DAS for Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Um, and we decided to go do to Fantasyland to do the other things that we hadn't done in Fantasyland uh, when we were there for Boo Bash. Mm-hmm. So we did Small World. The boys weren't thrilled, but the air <laughs> conditioning was a clincher for them. They were happy about that. Yeah. It was a short ride. Um, we grabbed a couple ice waters and Pinocchios after, just kind of figure out what to do next. Mm-hmm. Um, Juliet loves the carousel at Magic Kingdom. I do too. Mm-hmm. Um, but if she doesn't do the carousel on the trip, she gets really upset. Um, so we made sure that we did the carousel early in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't have to do it late if we were tired or anything. Um, so we did the carousel. Um, it was a pretty long wait for it being the carousel, but not too bad. 
Um, it just took a while when we got on the carousel, it took a while for it to get moving. Mm-hmm. And, um, as we were waiting to get on the carousel too, I see Cinderella's horse, like right in front of me, but there's, you know, probably 30 people in front of me that are all going to be running for it. And so of course we didn't get on Cinderella's horse, but mm-hmm. it was okay. We were happy. Juliet wound up sitting on a horse that reminded her of Alice in Wonderland. So she was happy with that. I actually don't know which is Cinderella's horse. Oh, okay. So Cinderella's horse has a gold ribbon in the tail. And okay. if you if the carousel is going around and you see the bench, mm-hmm. it's seven I think it's seven or eight rows back from that, and then it's one or two um horses in. But okay. it it's very distinct because of the gold ribbon in the tail. If you see that, that's okay. Cinderella's horse. Is this like a industry secret that I should have known? Um, I can't remember when I first heard about it. I think a cast member told me about it a, a while ago. And then I've heard other people talk about it too. So I, I don't know if it's a myth that it's Cinderella's horse or if it's really intended to be Cinderella's horse. Um, but I feel like, you know, some people know and some people don't. So I, I don't feel like you're, you know, you don't know anything about Disney because you don't know about <laughs> Cinderella's horse, you know. Right. Um, it's just one of those things we picked up over the years. I think somebody, Juliet was dressed up in, uh, you know, she must have been four or five years old. Um, we had a great interaction with uh, Drusella and Anastasia on the carousel. Um, Juliet was dressed up in a, in a dress that was meant to look like Cinderella's pink dress that they mm-hmm. rip apart mm-hmm. and um, we're on the carousel with them. They're obviously like talking to her and giving her a hard time about like the ribbons on her dress. And, you know, they were Anastasia's ribbons. Yeah. And then I think it was after that where one of the cast members told us that um, about Cinderella's horse okay. um, or around that time. And she made sure that we were sitting on Cinderella's horse. I think when we were on the the carousel and Drizelle and Anastasia were on the carousel with us sitting near us. So okay. it was, it was interesting. I, so I think that's where I heard about it initially. Well, my but, daughter is going to go crazy for this. So I got to yes. tell her. Yes. She'll love it. Um, I might have a picture. I'll send it to you if okay. I've got a because I, I think I took a picture of the tail just to be like, oh, you know, just to remember that it was that close, but so far okay. away. <laughs> sorry, sorry for the uh, for the diversion. I just was like, oh, no, what? no problem. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry, go so, on. <laughs> that's okay. Pete didn't go on the carousel. He got a DAS for mine train for us. Um, then, yep, after the carousel, we did PhilharMagic. Um that was nice because sometimes PhilharMagic can be a long wait, but we had really good timing that day. And we were um, walking into the theater within like a minute or two. So we okay. lucked out on that day. Yeah. Um, and the kids, Jack and Juliet, just love PhilharMagic. They love that kind of humor with Donald and everything. So yeah. that was a lot of fun. Um, and that's always a must do for them. Um after PhilharMagic, we ran over to Storybook Treats um, and got snacks at Storybook Treats and, and Friar's Nook. I got cheese tots. The kids got ice cream. Um, Drizelle and Anastasia were um, outside of Princess Fairy Tale Hall, um, and they were interacting with um, people. And where we got our seat 
in that area um, was right next to them. So mm-hmm. we could hear them a lot and interact with them a lot. So that was really nice. nice. Um, and again, like at this point in the day, we're coming up on about 12 o'clock and very low crowds and the weather was still very pleasant at 12 o'clock. Like it was breezy and just not humid and amazing. Good. Uh, good. So it, we were having a really good morning. Um, we did seven dwarves with the DAS. Um, we got a return time for splash after, um, because splash had just come back up, but was already up to like a 75 minute wait or something. Um, and then after we got the return time for splash, we had a 1230 lunch reservation at Skipper Canteen. Um, that isn't anything new to us. We've gone to Skipper Canteen quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to, we got, Tom got the steak. He really enjoyed it. Um, it was cooked very well. Pete got the fish of the day and it was a swordfish that was like lightly fried and he really enjoyed that. Um, mm-hmm. Jack and Juliet both got kids mac and cheese. I just got an um, an appetizer salad and an order of the cheese bread that's on the secret menu. Oh, yes. Yes. I, I like that a lot. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite dishes. Um, and... You know, normally I will eat the whole thing of cheese bread myself and call that a meal, but I was feeling generous and I I shared it with everybody (laughs) this day. Nice. (laughs) Um, And Skipper's Canteen was great. You know, uh, we were in the room that has that kind of rounded table with the butterflies behind it. Um, We weren't at that table, but we were in that room. It was nice. Everybody was spaced out. It was quiet. It was just a really good meal um, like it has been in the past for us. Um, we finished up at Skipper Canteen. We went to Big Thunder. Um, it was, it said it was a 25 minute wait at Big Thunder, but at this point in the day, like all of the crowds that we didn't see earlier in the day were all in Frontierland because Big Thunder and Splash had been down for so long. Mm -hmm. And Jack just did not look like he could handle the line and frankly i don't think i could have handled the the line with the crowds that were in there so we skipped big thunder and we just did splash with the das um and (laughs) this this was fun because we got on splash um we scanned in we we were on the ride within five minutes after scanning in um it had started to sprinkle a little bit as we were getting in line for splash but then it was pouring again when we were on Splash. And Jack and Juliet got on their, their rain jacket and poncho. And Tom asked me, do you want your, your rain jacket? Because we, we, um, we have thin jackets that we bring with us. Uh, Juliet, we didn't have one for her that was thin. So we got her a poncho mm-hmm. um, on this trip. Um, but Tom said, do you want your rain jacket? And I'm like, no, nah, I'll be fine. Because I thought Jack and Juliet were being babies about it. Um, so when we got on the ride, it was sprinkling a little bit. But when we got up to that first hill where mm-hmm. you could see the outside, um, it it was coming down real hard. And the people in the in the car with us were not, or in the log with us um, did not have rain gear either. So oh. it, it, it was funny. You know, yeah. we were just kind of laughing about it. 
Um, but we got pretty wet, but that was okay. <laughs> and not because uh, of the ride, just because <laughs> of the rain. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely none of it was the ride. It was all the rain. Um, after Splash, um, there was one of the rainy day cavalcades coming out of Frontierland. Um, so we watched that. It was just Mickey and friends on a bus on one of the, like the, the double-decker buses. Um, so mm-hmm. that was nice. And then we took a break at the resort. Um, we couldn't, the pool was shut down most of the afternoon. I don't think we would have swam even if we could have because we wanted to take a break and go back for the evening. Um, mm-hmm. So we got back to the resort about 2.30. We headed back out about 5.30. Um, we didn't have any dinner plans. You know, we had a big lunch and we had some snacks in the room. So we figured we'd just kind of get snacks as we needed at the park for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, we got back to Magic Kingdom at about 5.50. And it was a lot, the crowds were a lot thicker. I think mm-hmm. I commented on one of the Club 32 posts just saying something about the crowds being low because I think it was the day that Rise was not yeah. full until like 7 o'clock. And I think yeah. I had commented on the post just saying that, you know, the crowd levels had dropped for us quite significantly over the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. When we went back to – I shouldn't have said that because when we went back to Magic <laughs> Kingdom, it, it was pretty heavy. Um, it wasn't awful, but it was, it definitely wasn't the glorious light clouds or crowds that we had earlier in the morning. It was Uh, probably because of the fireworks, right? The people were coming for fireworks? I think so. Mm -hmm. Um, it, I think so, but it was just very crowded. Oh, and you know what it was too? There were no fireworks at Magic Kingdom the night before because Magic Kingdom closed at six. Um, because some company ran out, rented out Magic Kingdom for the evening. So there were gotcha. no fireworks the night before. So, yes, that's exactly why I think it was so crowded the next day, that night. That makes like, sense. Like, we, we got in line for Little Mermaid, and it was a really long wait. I've never waited as long as I have for Little Mermaid. I've never seen that much of the queue open for Little Mermaid. It was only about 25 minutes, but still, when you when you think of that line, it's usually a very short line. It's usually always walk on. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. And we actually had a, had a funny story. When we got in line for Little Mermaid, we had this couple in front, or we had this family in front of us. I don't think they've been to Magic Kingdom before. They had no idea what they were in line for, and they thought the queue was the attraction. And the mom kept saying, I thought there was supposed to be a ride. I thought there was supposed to be a ride. I think this is just a walkthrough. And they were going to get out of line. And they were going to get out of line one room before the clamshells. And I said, give it a few minutes, please, because you're so close. And her daughter, like, was on the verge of tears, like, about the idea of getting out of line. She was probably, like, six or seven. And when I said, you're really close, um, they they stayed in line and the little girl said thank you and they wound Aww. up being on the the clamshell in front of us um, and uh, I could just see like the big smile on the girl's face so that was nice Aww. had we not waited that family would have gotten out of line and that girl would not have um, been on the ride <laughs> so you were <laughs> meant to be there at that time we were yeah <laughs> um, see we did barnstormer after again. Um, it, it set a, 
a 10 minute wait, but I thought the the queue looked like it was going to be about 20, but it actually was only about 10. They just had people spaced out pretty well. Um, they weren't letting you get right on top of each other in the line. Um, so that was only 10 minutes. Um, we went over to, we did Dumbo again, um, 10 minute wait. Um, that was funny because I got to ride by myself. Jack and Juliet rode together and Tom actually, Pete wanted to ride. So Tom rode with Pete <laughs> and it, it was just funny kind of seeing these two big men and, you know, a Dumbo, <laughs> but, um, I don't know. It, it was amusing to me anyway. Yeah. And we headed over to Tomorrowland because we wanted to do buzz. Jack had learned about, um, the different ways to score, the 999999 for buzz oh so he wanted to drive for that we get over though and tomorrowland is also very packed um Mm -hmm. we decided first to do carousel of progress because we hoped the line for buzz would go down it set a 25 minute wait but most of the wait was outside and so we did carousel of progress um when we got out the line for buzz was still just as long and Mm -hmm. It was getting pretty close to the fireworks. It was almost eight o'clock at this point, but we figured, well, let's, let's get in line and just see how it goes. It says 25 minutes and it looks like it's moving. So we Mm -hmm. get in line and it starts to slow down a little bit. Um, We move a bit in the beginning and then it starts to slow down. And right when we get to the door um, to go indoors for buzz, um, the cast members shut the door because they had gotten a call saying that the line was down and to shut the door. Mm. And because we were not inside the building, they wouldn't give us um, a pass to come back later um, to go through like the fast pass queue. And I guess really, you know, I asked about it because, you know, we had waited in line for 20 minutes at that point. Mm -hmm. And Jack was getting a little anxious. Um, And I think it was just the fact that he was so close to getting inside and they shut the doors in his face Mm. that that just didn't, he didn't know how to code that or to process that, you know? So that was really hard for him. And then they weren't particularly nice about it. Um, You know, I understand if they, if they didn't have anything to give me, but they're like, we can't help you. All you can do is go to guest relations if you don't like it and you have to get out of this line. And that is just not like a normal experience. So I was a little heated Mm -hmm. um, and just kind of needed to walk away from that. Um, So we went over. Jack was going to ride space. He hasn't ridden Space Mountain yet, but he said at the beginning of this trip that he was going to do it. Mm -hmm. But I think he was just still trying to process buzz like we went over we got in line for space um i think i think we had a das for it um for space so we got in there and he got to boarding and he's like i can't do this he's like Mm -hmm. i just don't want to do this so pete and i and juliet were still able to ride and tom walked out with jack but he was just kind of done Mm -hmm. um and i thought he was kind of ready to to go home or back to the room, but we didn't want to like fight our way through the crowds because the fireworks were going to start in like five minutes. Yeah. So, um, we got on the people mover, uh, fireworks started. We saw some of the fireworks from people mover, which was cool. 
Um, but then we wound up going to the front of Tomorrowland, um, right under the new Tomorrowland sign. Um, and you can see the wire where Tink flies because it flies pretty much right over us. Oh, yeah. And Jack could see just enough of the projections that he missed earlier in the week. So he is really happy. Like the Pirates of the Caribbean scene is his favorite part of mm-hmm. um, Happily Ever After. And so he is really happy. And he even told me he was like, that's all I wanted to see. So Aww. that at least that worked out. Tink flew overhead. It was it was a good way to end the night. Um, the park was open another hour after the fireworks um the crowds were we tried to figure out when to get back towards Frontierland to do big thunder um it was just hard to move yeah so we wound up walking though all the way around the park to get back towards front to get back to Frontierland. like we walked through Tomorrowland around Fantasyland because we couldn't get through the crowds um in the hub okay. So, and that was hard for me because like my knee was hurting pretty good and my hip was hurting pretty good at this point, but you know, we did it. Um, we got to big thunder at like nine 15, it set a 20 minute wait, but we were on in like five. Mm -hmm. We did pirates one more time. That was walk on. Uh, we were at the bus stop and then we headed out. Um, we were at the bus stop by 10. Um, and right when we got there, we watched a bus pull away, but there was another bus within like 10, 20 minutes. So, um, that wasn't bad. We got back to the resort. Um, I, we got back to the resort at 10, 20. So I guess we didn't even wait 10 minutes for the bus at magic kingdom. Um, and then we just, you know, again, we, I think we got a, a little light meal at the quick service, um, or had snacks in the room and just went to bed. Okay. That's and a that long was, day. That was a long day. But, you know, the break helped and not having a really hot morning helped. Yeah. I don't know that we would have lasted. If it had been really hot in the morning, maybe we wouldn't have gone back that night. But it worked out. Isn't so. it amazing how, like, when the weather is nice, like, how much it could just completely change your mood? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, so uh, let's move on to, I think this is your last park day, right? It is, yes. So this is Hollywood Studios again on the 16th. So how was your day here? This will be a quick day. Um, It was a good day. We got up early. We got boarding group two for Rise of the Resistance. Um, Rise only had one little glitch, so it wasn't too bad. Um, but I think we were only at Hollywood Studios like two and a half, three hours. Um, okay. When we got to the park, not at 8.30 like we did before. I think we got there a little after 9, 9.15. Mm-hmm. Um, Juliet wanted to do Rock and Roller Coaster. And she said she would do Tower of Terror, but she didn't really want to. She wrote it when she was younger, but then she all of a sudden became afraid of it and didn't want to do it for the past couple of years, but mm-hmm. it's my favorite. And she said she would do it for me and she didn't want to break her promise. <laughs> so that was sweet, <laughs> but she hated it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we, she and I got in line for tower of terror about, uh, I guess nine fifteen. It said 25 minute posted wait. Um, we were off by nine 30. So we didn't even, you know, wait 10 minutes, I guess. Yeah. She did not, she didn't like it. She was like, mom, I'm glad I did it, but I'm not going to do it again. (laughs) So we'll see. Yeah. But, um, we wanted to do rock and roller coaster, but that was up to a 40 minute wait. Um, 
And, you know, I know with Rise, like, people say that you get an hour from the time that your boarding group is called. But I'm 99.9% sure that the rule is anytime after your boarding group is called, you can go back. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but Pete didn't believe it. And I didn't want to push that point with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so Juliet and I decided we'd do rock and roller coaster later. And that we would just head over and meet up with the boys and do rise. And, you know, we did that. Um, and that worked out well. Uh, again, there's just one little glitch, um, but not bad at all for Rise. We didn't have any big breakdowns like we did the day before. Um, That's good. When when Juliet and I were on our way over to Rise, we grabbed a return time for Mickey and Minnie's. Um, I should have grabbed it for Smuggler's Run. I wasn't thinking. Um, so after Rise, we did go back over to Mickey and Minnie's, um, and we rode that with the DAS. Um, it went down for a few minutes in the theater, but it wasn't anything too bad. I think maybe we waited in the theater, you know, 10 minutes before the pre-show. Okay. Uh, we were off, you know, by 1045. Um, at that point, Juliet wanted to do rock and roller coaster and we didn't want to wait much longer and risk large, you know, wait times. Um, but I wasn't feeling good. I was, I was getting to the, the end of my physical capability for this trip. And um, so I took the boys on star tours a couple times. Juliet and Tom went and did rock and roller coaster. We met up by at the front of the park um, at about 12, at about, I'm sorry, about 1145 um, because we had a 1215 reservation at Topolino's for breakfast, even though it was lunch. Um, So we took the Skyliner over to Topolino's. Um, We got there like right on time. Um, I was afraid we were going to be late, but uh, we got there right on time by the time we left Hollywood Studios. And it was a great meal. Um, the, the restaurant was pretty empty by the time we got in there. So we had a lot of character interaction. Our server was great. Um, the food was great. Pete and I both had the sour cream waffles. Those were good. They're so delicious. Yeah, they were really good. I couldn't finish them. Um, (laughs) and I was bummed about that, but everything was good. Um, Tom had the steak, um, for the kids, uh, Juliet had the the Mickey waffles on a on a stick, so that was kind of cute. Yeah. Um, and then Jack had a an adult portion of the Mickey waffles. Um, and everybody was happy with their food. Tom got Tom got this um, cocktail. It was like a coffee. It was a coffee drink, but we expected it to be warm, but it it wasn't, and it wasn't bad. It tasted like a liquid version of tiramisu. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but he liked that a lot. Um, and yeah, I think we were in Topolino was about 75 minutes though. I mean, okay. still because, you know, it, it, there wasn't, there weren't too many people there, but they just encouraged us to take our time. And, uh, the waiter came over, the server came over, um, right before the kitchen was about to close down and said, Hey, if you want anything else, let me know they're going to close down, but feel free to stay and take your time. And it, it was just nice. Um, we really liked that experience. I would go back again. Um, yeah. And it, it was nice too. They, 
I noticed after Juliet's 10, so we should have paid adult price for her, but they didn't ask how old she was and they only charged her the, the kids rate. Um, that was nice. I appreciate that. Um, you know, we left a couple extra bucks for a tip, you know, because of it. Um, I appreciated it. So, um, and then after that, the boys wanted to go to Disney Springs, he wanted to go back and look at the Lego store again. And Pete wanted to go look at a couple things too. So um, Juliet and I headed back to Yacht Club just to relax um, while the boys went to Disney Springs, which is completely opposite. Normally she would be the one wanting to go to Disney Springs. <laughs> right. Um, and I would too, but that's just how it rolled. Yeah. Um, on our way out, though, we stopped in the gift shop in Riviera. She wanted to get one of the stuffed um, daisies in the Topolino costume. Um, so we stopped and we got that. They just weren't selling them anymore by the time we left the restaurant. So we had to go to the gift shop for it. Um, but that was really cute. She was really happy with that. We got back to the room. We relaxed. Um It was nice because mousekeeping had already come through by the time we got back to the room, maybe around like one third, maybe around two. Mm -hmm. I think we got back to the room. Um, Whereas during the week when they would come to do the trash and towel service every other day, we were often in the room when they came because it was so late late in the day. Um, But this time, you know, we didn't have to worry about anybody knocking on the door. So uh, we just got to relax Um, and we had a lot of packing to do. At, at that yeah. point so Juliet and I relaxed because um, I wasn't feeling too good Tom didn't want me to do too much packing um, he really wanted me to just rest and he said he'd handle it when he got back and he did um, we went to the pool from about 6 30 to 8 15 um, again we just did light snacks and quick service for dinner for whoever wanted it Um, we did get a, for Tom, Pete and I, um, I should say, I should say we did snacks and quick service for Jack and Juliet. Um, Tom, Mm -hmm. Pete and I got a pizza from the boardwalk pizza window. It was okay. It was standard Disney pizza. Um, Tom and I went over, even though I was really kind of sore and hurt and we wanted to have a few minutes without the, without the kids, Mm-hmm. Um, so we walked over and that was nice. And on the way back, um, we saw the fireworks from Magic Kingdom. We saw the fireworks from Hollywood Studios and Epcot. They were all around the same time, mm-hmm. either while we were waiting for the pizza or on the walk back to Yacht Club. So that was, that was nice. Mm-hmm. I wish we had done that earlier in the week. I just didn't think of it. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's definitely something we'll want to do again. There's a great view of all the different fireworks from Boardwalk. Well, because when you were there in May, there was no fireworks. Yep. So that's right. You wouldn't even thought about it. So no, nope. yeah. wouldn't have thought about it. Yep. And then that was really kind of it for the day. Um, okay. You know, we had the we had the pizza in the room. We finished up packing, and that was it for our Hollywood Studios day. We didn't really care to go back to the park. Um, we had gotten done what we needed to do. Mm-hmm. And the next day is Tuesday. That was the day we left. Our flight was at 830 in the morning. Um, Magical Express was supposed to come about 530. Um, 
when we got down to the bus stop at 515, the Magical Express stop, and another family had asked us what time our bus was supposed to be because they were supposed to get picked up at 455 and their bus hadn't come yet. And so we told them our bus was 530 and, you know, 530 came and went and this other family had been working with um, a cast member from Yacht Club who just basically got on the phone with Mirrors and was like, you need to come pick them up and you need to come pick them up now because they need to get to the airport. Mm-hmm. And she was great. Like, we didn't even have to really ask her for help directly. Tom went in to talk to her at one point, but she was on the phone with Mirrors. And she's like, we've got this family that's been waiting since 4.55. Their bus Mm -hmm. is late. They're going to miss their flight. We have this other family that's supposed to be on the bus now. They're going to be late. They're going to miss their flight. Um, So Mirrors sent another bus over and said that the bus would go right to the airport from picking us up. So we all got, you know, on our flights on time. But she came out and made sure that the mirrors driver knew that that's what he was supposed to do. And he he said, oh, no, I've got one more stop. And she was like, you need to get on the phone with dispatch right now because this has got to go right to the airport. And he called dispatch, but they didn't answer. So he just said, well, I'm going to go to the airport. (laughs) So we did. And and that was great. And, you know, it was it wasn't a magical express bus. So the feeling was a little different on the way back to the airport. It was a little weird. Um, Even worse than. (laughs) Yeah. Magical Express. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a little weird. I don't know. It was just like it was just like top 40 music being played. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess for like six in the morning, it's a little early for me to hear that. And, you know, I'm expecting (laughs) Disney music and cartoons, but it's fine. Yeah. But we got there on time and, you know, we got through check-in. Um, everything was pretty seamless. Our flight left on time. It arrived home a half hour early and that was our trip. All right. Well, it yeah. was a long, it was a good long trip. It was. Yeah. It was nice. Maybe it was a day too long. I think mm-hmm. if we didn't have that last day, it would have been okay but I also think too it was really how we spaced things out um because of boobash Mm -hmm. because we didn't have another like proper like we only had like one I guess proper down day where normally we would have two Mm -hmm. for this length of a trip but yeah I think it was good and you know we tried to make the best of it with shorter park days here and there and sleep in when we could but yeah it was good and I am finally feeling recovered (laughs) so Uh, I do have a couple of questions. I had I had it about the length of your trip, but you should answer that for me. So, um, Memory Maker. Did you guys have Memory Maker? We did not do Memory Maker. Okay. So it, it, we do it sometimes and not others. Um, we might we might end up buying it for this trip, but that I don't know. We've got I think half or thirty days, forty five days. So. Mm-hmm. We'll okay. look through the pictures and decide. There you go. Um, now, and do you, do you like having the just the base ticket, no hoppers? Do you prefer to tour the parks that way, where you're just not jumping from park to park? Yes. Okay. Um, for when we go as a family, we've only ever had base tickets, and that just works out for us. Um, it, it hopping really doesn't make a difference to us. If it's just me and Tom going, um, we would park hop. If well, it I guess if we wanted to, we would park hop. Um, and when I took the kids for their trip 
their like one-on-one trip with me a couple years ago, mm-hmm. we park hopped then because it was a short trip. But otherwise, we usually just do base tickets. Okay. Okay. And I think it's mostly now because of downtime. You know, downtime is so important to us now mm-hmm. and relaxing is so important to us that um, it, we just don't feel the need to, to hop or, or to spend all of our days in the parks. Gotcha. Understandable. Um, is there anything you wanted to do that you didn't get to do? Um, I was really hoping I could finagle a fireworks cruise. Like I oh, really right. thought I would catch uh, catch a cancellation somewhere, mm-hmm. um, but it, we just couldn't find one. Um, I was hoping we could do beaches and cream because I think that not for you know, not that it's like the greatest food in the world, but it just would have been a nice, easy meal for all of our family. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't really think we, we missed anything. Okay. I mean, and fortunately for us, you know, we go enough, we know we'll be back. Right. So if we didn't do something this time, we'll go, we'll, we'll do it the next time. Right. Right. That's true. Um, okay. Three, Three little questions here. What was yep. your favorite part of the trip? Um, I think it was the day at Epcot, um, just because they, the crowds were so low and I felt so efficient, like getting around the park and everybody was happy. And I think it was that. And then the, the morning on our, I guess, second Magic Kingdom day, um, because it the weather was so pleasant. Um, you know, not one small thing in particular. I think it was just those two days I felt were really good, solid days where everybody was really happy. And with a 10, 12 and 19 year old, that doesn't (laughs) always happen. That's true. (laughs) So, and what was your least favorite part? Um, it was probably our first Hollywood studios day because of the rise breakdown and because of the crowds um, in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I, again, I didn't love Olga's right. being that crowded at night. Um, but none of those things were particularly bad either. Okay. So, I, oh, and I guess, you know, one thing I meant to say about Yacht Club, I don't know if I said this in the beginning, the only issue I had with Yacht Club and I think I did say this, is that the walls were very thin. Yeah, you mentioned the the thin walls and you're, yeah. you're to be able to hear everybody. <laughs> yeah, and I loved Yacht Club, but I may not, I may think hard before we would stay there again because yeah. we could have stayed at Grand Floridian for an equivalent rate. Um, okay. If we got the room on Priceline, we would have paid less actually to stay at Grand Floridian, but oh, I just wow. didn't want to monkey around with any more changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would have had a lot bigger room. And when we stayed at Grand Floridian, I know I know people think that the Grand Floridian walls are thin, but I didn't notice it the way that I noticed it at Yacht Club. Mm-hmm. So that, but that was the only negative. And, you know, there's nothing that anybody can do about that. You know, it's not like they can come into our room and put more soundproofing in the room while we're gone. Right. It, it, it was just, you know, I would hear like a symphony of toilets every morning around 5 a.m., mm-hmm. you know, just all around me and people running up and down the hall, but being very loud. Um, 
and that's just part of of Disney. But I just felt it was more than I, I felt like it was almost like staying at a value with how loud it was, because when we stayed at pop, pop can be very loud from the mm-hmm. people outside or the people around you. And I felt like it was on par. OK, so. You know, obviously the room was nicer and the resort was nicer, but I felt like the sound from everybody around us was on par. So, okay, that's all. All right. And last question, which I think you kind of answered earlier was, when are you guys going back? It's hard to say. We'll we'll go back probably sometime next year. Mm -hmm. Um, Pete starts, Pete graduated in 2020 from high school and he took the last year off um, Mm -hmm. just to work and save some money Mm -hmm. um, because he didn't know what COVID was going to be like. But he's starting college in a couple weeks and Jack and Juliet are in fifth and seventh grade. Mm -hmm. I don't mind pulling them out of school to go on a trip. But if Pete wants to go with us on a trip, we'll have to kind of think about his schedule a little bit Mm -hmm. um, more than we've had to in the past. So I'm thinking probably spring. It might be summer. It could be January. We don't we don't (laughs) tend to book trips very far out anymore. Yeah. uh, But most likely probably the spring. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Is there anything you wanted to add that you didn't get to mention before? I don't no, I don't think so. Um, we talked about the the new stuff with the the DAS and that'll be interesting to see how that shakes out and yep. you know Jeannie Pass will be interesting to see how that shakes out but it will, yeah. 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 I don't hate it. You know the the Jeannie Pass but mm-hmm. you know I don't love it either. So I'm kind of indifferent to it. But mm-hmm. I guess if I, I shouldn't say fortunately, like, you know, we have DAS, which helps us on trips. So we're not impacted by the loss of fast pass to the extent that other people are. Right. Um, right. You know, but that comes, you know, <laughs> it, that comes with, you know, greater difficulties in our, our daily life and greater difficulties oh, on our trip. So 100%. You know, yeah. Yeah. But I do, you know, I do see that we're not impacted in quite the same way that some other people are so right. i don't know we'll see how it goes yeah but, but uh, i mean we have like <laughs> ni- like tidbits of information so far so who knows what it'll actually be like yeah. when it rolls out so we'll see yeah yep yep all right yeah. well i don't have any more questions and um i don't think i think you've i think you've said you've said everything about your trip i think yes Okay. I hope so. I talked for a while. So. <laughs> okay. It was a long trip. I hope I got through it. No, yeah, you're it was fine. a long trip. You're fine. It was it was it was good and and I like to I like to hear the uh the experience with DAS pass and everything too. So that was that was awesome. So um yeah. well thank you so much for being my guest today, Kathleen. Thank you for having me. It was great. And uh, you know, my kids are like, Oh my gosh, mom, you're a celebrity. You're gonna be on this podcast that you love so much. So <laughs> It was Yay. fun. I feel famous. You are. <laughs> yes, you're famous. Well, your words are immortalized now. They will yes. be on the internet or on that the is nice. podcast. So, yay. <laughs> All right. Well, that was part two of the interview with Kathleen about her Disney vacation. Uh, so I want to say again, thank you to her for being a guest on the show. It was awesome. Um, I, I want to mention some things before we go. Um, 
We are on social media. If you had, don't already follow us on all the platforms, please do. Uh, we're Cap the Magic on Twitter, on um, Instagram, and we're Capture the Magic on TikTok. So if you don't follow us over there, we would strongly suggest that you do. I try to stay pretty active especially on Instagram I'm getting I'm getting better at TikTok. Um it's still new to me, so I'm just I'm I'm learning. <laughs> um but I am act- active on uh, Instagram, so um so follow us over there as well. Not so much on Twitter, but you know, Twitter is there and we do update it occasionally. So follow us over there. If you are not in our Facebook group, Capture the Magic Community, uh please go ahead and join us over there. That's a great way to interact with m- myself and Jared. And the rest of the members of the community and, and just kind of like get your questions answered about your trip and, and or, or trips coming up or Disney in general, meet other people and you know stuff like that. And then, of course, we have Club 32, which is on it's a Facebook group as well. If you want to join Club 32, it's ctmvip.com as well. And uh, we've got some new shirts coming out. Um, we had the Halloween release this earlier this month and we have the we've got the headless horsemen the um prison mike dementors the haunted mansion shirt uh we just released a fast pass um basically the rip fast pass like fast pass is gone forever kind of shirt which is kind of funny um but we'll be coming be coming up with a new design here shortly um perhaps a 50th anniversary design perhaps a ratatouille design so uh look out for that coming up and um we've got some so some cool things in the works i'm not gonna say exactly what they are but i encourage you to pay attention to us around the end of September, early October time period, because we'll, we'll be coming out with a new product. Ooh, so, uh, so just follow us on all the social medias and you'll find out what I'm talking about then. So, uh, all right. I think that is it. So thank you so much everyone for listening and I hope you enjoyed the show. And as I always like to say, we will see you in the parks. <laughs>